streaming from New York City, the superhero capital of the world, too, wherever you are. It's Matt and Brett Love Comics. This is one of your hosts, Matt, and joining me uh, as the co-host today is hey, a special Dave. guest. Hey, Dave, I'm a keyboardist. <laughs> this is uh, Zachary S. Tudemeyer. <laughs> yeah, guys, I made my debut in Daredevil this week. That's right. <laughs> Last week. Um, Mr. Brett White became canon in the 616. Yeah. I am a, basically an analog of the people that let George Zimmerman off. Yes. <laughs> so that's yeah, kind yeah. of a weird thing. So congratulations. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, that's great. That's it's amazing. So crazy. It's absolutely amazing. I was just looking at that page that Somni drew of like all the jurors. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't, even, I don't even know how I noticed it. And I was like, that is my Twitter avatar. <laughs> <laughs> that's absolutely incredible. And, and then at the end of the issue, he drew him again. Yeah. Yeah, you're like uh, kind of I'm, standing I'm, in the background. I'm behind Daredevil. Yes. Storyline's not over yet. I know. I could be in more issues. You That's could, true. You could get powers. You know, this sounds oh, good now, but one day you're going to be selling like eight by ten glosses of yourself and someone's going to walk down, flop down a Marvel lawsuit <laughs> on your table. It's a sticky situation, Brett. Oh, Disney. Disney's coming after you. You think, uh, you think, Steve, Gerber, you think Steve Gerber just died of old age? No. <laughs> no. no. Disney, yeah. Disney finds a way around this stuff. Yeah. You're yeah, done. Yeah. You're done. I thought I owned my face. Craig T. Nelson, is on, after Incredibles, is now owned by Disney. Uh, shitting on all of Brett White's dreams with us today <laughs> is uh, returning to the show is Mr. Timmy Wood and Kevin Hines. Hi. Yes. Hello. Hello. That's Timmy. Hi. He can't see you point. I no, mean, I'm talking I'm to the here. listeners. Uh, yes, as when Kevin Hines is on this show, they, it's now a legal clause that I have to be on the show as well to give equal time to both viewpoints. You're the Republican to my Democrat. I'd say. Oh boy. Uh, I would say I'm the chocolate to your peanut butter. So oh, people don't have to sure. choose sides. You're the person who like likes to murder people, and I'm the guy who likes people to live. That sort of. Yeah, but they're bad people. <laughs> you want to murder bad people. That's great. Bad I think people. everyone deserves a second chance. The people that are attacking your family Except for right Brett now. White for letting George Zimmerman go. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it was, it was an anal analogy. It was a woman, and it wasn't as... No, it was still a pretty bad case. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't... Hey, guys, buy Daredevil. It's great. Yeah, it's pretty... Daredevil number 31, my first appearance. I hope Daredevil saves everyone except for Brett White. Jeez. Wow. Be, that'd be like that would say, what's Chris Samney think about Brett? That's a that's a great like pull quote for the show. <laughs> <laughs> great isn't terrible. <laughs> uh so we're hanging out in Brett's new apartment here in uh in beautiful Queens. Beautiful somewhere. It's much whiter than I expected. Yeah. It is, well, I it feel is like Brett White. Like, yeah. I feel oh. like we're in the uh the yeah. architect's room in the Matrix right now or something. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. My boyfriend wanted to go for a, a white white furniture. I like it. It just, yeah. I wasn't expecting it. We're, we, the wall, we are going to paint at some point. Oh, uh, okay. Because okay. we, I <laughs> paint white walls. So these aren't that bad. I noticed that you, all your artwork's not been put up yet. I assumed it might be because you were going to paint. Uh, oh, we probably should do that before we hang it up. I thought you were going to say, I assume that's because this was some sort of like civil war tension between me and my boyfriend about what goes on the walls. Oh. Which, uh -oh. Is, which, is, not, which is not the case. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> that's, okay. That's weird that you brought it up then. Uh... <laughs> Um, we are hanging out this week uh, with Timmy and Kevin, and we are talking about the uh, uh, big media event for Marvel Comics this week, which of course was the debut of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. on ABC. Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, right. That is the title. Marvel's, Disney's Marvel's Disney. Agents of well, S.H.I.E.L.D. by Joss Whedon's. Stan Lee presents Disney's Marvel's. Stan Lee presents Joss Whedon's ABC's Disney's. 
Marvel's, Marvel's Agents, Agents of Shield. Disney's yeah. a- Disney owns ABC. Dis- and Marvel. Disney's ABC Agents and of Marvel's. Nick Fury's Shield. Yeah. yeah. Get some more names in there. Um, and also, it's not Shield. It's S H I E L T. The worst yeah. thing to have to type multiple times every day. And that's going to be the name of this episode. You guys. <laughs> it's going to be Disney's. Joss Whedon's, ABC's, <laughs> well, Marvel's. It was a big rate. I feel like you may know more about it than I do, Brett. But yeah, it yeah. was a big ratings bonanza. Mm-hmm. Uh, it scored the biggest. Also, ratings are super confusing because it, it's a, based on a dumb system. It, it. I don't understand the math of this. So, they're basically the, the blacklist from last night of yeah. the new James Spader, Hannibal Lectory looking thing, where mm-hmm. a bad guy's in a prison cell helping out good guys. Of course you shouldn't trust me. I'm a bad guy. <laughs> Did you watch it? Is that no, what it says? No, that was in the, uh, it's in the, the commercials. commercials. Okay, yeah. I love bad guys that refer to themselves as bad guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a uh, good guy, and I'm going to stop you, bad guy. So J- uh, J- James Spader and Razor Ramon from WWF. Yeah. He may he, say I'm a criminal, actually. Uh, yeah. Blacklist got like 13.6 million viewers. S.H.I.E.L.D. got like 11.9. Wow. But S.H.I.E.L.D. still won because they had like a four-point rating, whereas... They had like a four point rating, a fourteen point share, and but and uh, Blacklist had like a th- like had lower numbers. So I don't understand how if they maintain their lead in more That's what human it's about, it's more human beings cause... watched Blacklist, but yet less percentage of TVs were on it. So does that mean that more families watched Blacklist? So is more people per TV? I have no idea. None it might of also sense. be what it's up against, right? I don't yeah. know. Because uh, Agents of <coughs> S.H.I.E.L.D. is up against The Voice. The Voice and uh, Emmy Award winning The Voice. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Reuniting the original... <coughs> Voicers. Uh, Voicers. Oh, those original Voice. Voice. Get rid of that Shakira. Go tell your hips to lie somewhere My wife else. was watching yeah. The Voice while I was DVRing Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. So that's what won in my household. <laughs> Uh, what's uh, winning in my household tonight is Nashville Returns. This oh, is turning into actually a TV podcast. I know. So Matt and Brett love TV. Yeah. I set my Aereo to record uh, yeah. Nashville. Julie's very excited I'm about excited Nashville. I'm excited about Nashville. Uh, but I was also very excited about S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, so I like comic books still. I like comic books. The ratings say that it was a hit, but what say the Illuminati in the room? I want Matt time? to make a pre... Matt, you have not seen it. I have to say, I worked last night. Sure. Uh, I saw you working. Yeah, you did. Um, Kevin was in a very fascinating, fully immersive theater experience last night called Titsy. Yeah. Sleep No More meets Tootsie meets Drunk. Yeah. Uh, all of those things were the things that happened at the theater last night. Uh, and I got home and realized that I forgot to DVR it, yeah. got up for work this morning, and immediately had to begin working as soon as I woke up, and uh, I have been working yeah. until I got here. So based on that, I want you to tell, I want, I want you to give us a review as if you had seen it. A short review of what you thought of it. Based uh, on just commercials. Okay, so based on the commercials, I am still excited by the concept. I feel that there was a lot of uh, exposition that has to be crammed into it because it's a pilot. Uh-huh. Uh, I think that the performances are were, were good based on the information that the actors had at the time. And I think that as they grow into these roles, they're going to discover nuances. And what I love about... The Whedon family is that they pay attention to how the actors react to the material that they're given and develop the material around the actors in a way that um, marries the material to the person performing the material. So that I think that um, at least 13 episodes in, we're going to have something closer to what the show will actually become. Uh, And so you said the word Whedon family, and you could have played that to any show. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I... uh... 
I uh, would vote for you. You'd make a good politician. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I would be curious why you're only talking about network television shows. And talk about what issues. I care about. <laughs> Finally, a politician talking about what I care about. <laughs> Marvel's Agents of yeah. Chill. Marvel's Disney's Joss Whedon's. Oh, yeah. That would get me. I would vote for whoever. Yeah. Whoever yeah. works in like a Joss Whedon or Marvel quote into any speech, I'm voting for. There you go. Obama talks about reading Conan comics, right? Is that for real? He read some comics. Yeah. Conan and um, Spider-Man. Yeah. Or Conan and Thor. I don't remember. Hey, man. Yeah. Um, can you can you also uh, guess how the three of us reacted to oh, it? Oh yeah. Um, what you think all three of us are gonna say? Uh, I here are my predictions. Um, actually, I think um, I have predictions too. I think that my, we all gonna make. I know one of them. Okay, here we go. Here we go. I think uh, I think Timmy thought it was okay. I think that Kevin likes it, but has some reservations. And I think that. Uh, I, you know what? I think Brett also liked it, but um, wishes that he liked it more. I bet Brett likes it the most. Yeah. And Timmy likes it the least. And I'm somewhere in the middle playing the Matt Little careful card. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, I, I would I would I would I'd say Kevin's on point. This is very it's very telling. It's very telling. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a weird poker yeah. round table. None <laughs> of us are ever going to say our yeah. actual opinions. We're only going to make each other. What, what was Matt yes. and Brett Love's comics review of Agent of Shield? I'm still not sure. <laughs> <laughs> they never got to it. A Byzantine mess of half opinions. Um. So I guess yeah, Brett, you're the biggest. We, I see you're the biggest. Everyone thinks you fan. liked it, Brett. Let's let's. Jeez, this is weird. Everyone's staring at me. Brett, tell us first of all. Let's talk about the plot of the show, and then also you say your opinion on it. Uh, I I have to explain the entire plot. I guess so. I don't. It's up to no. you. Well, it's, I mean, the it's, plot. It's, well, that's another thing. Issue with the show. Okay, <laughs> that's so. Oh, no, I did not like the show very much. But I knew it. I knew. But here's the thing: is why? It's because I feel like it was a really. I personally, it, it, for those of you who don't know, the show is about the spy organization Shield, which I guess isn't a spy organization anymore. But now it's what is it? Superhero or not? I mean, that's not even. I, they said what it was in the in the show. Shield can meet anything. They're basically. spies. They're yeah, spies. They're spies. They're spies that work with superheroes, and it it lays out all the characters you're gonna be working through: Clark, Greg playing Agent Phil Coulson's back, uh, Agent Maria Hill uh, steps in for like a cameo, basically, and then we yeah. meet all the other spies working the organization, as well as the current the superhero I guess threat that they're working yeah. with, who's not really too this, much of a threat. I mean, this is basically a small group within Shield. Yeah, this is the wire. Of the Baltimore Police Station is to this show, ah. Agents of Shield. They're yeah. like their own little division doing their own thing. Okay. So yeah. one could actually say that the rest of Shield is still doing general spy stuff. Yep. Coulson's one team is specifically dealing yes. with super all these people that are now getting their hands on extremists and gamma radiation yeah. and super soldier superhero and... fallout. Yeah. And <clears throat> okay, I um makes it sound good, right? Yeah. Yeah, that sound the way y'all described it sounds like a show I would like. Uh, but it's I personally I think like my biggest issue with it is. The exception of Clark Gregg, everything's a little bland, a little dull. I all those characters, they all seem the exact same to me. Oh, I disagree with that. Of course I, I would. I guess <laughs> predicted. I well, I just I and I I just I sort of disagree. I think like it's just like I honestly if I had not if I had not if it was not called Marvel's Agents of Shield, this was just called you know like Spy yeah. Spy City. Yeah. I think a lot of I think I would have just been like. This is this is terrible, and I would have turned it off halfway yeah. there. Oh, really? Yeah. I told my friend I uh, I would I gave it a I would give it a three normally, like which is basically a show I probably wouldn't watch again, but I would 
Out of... But if I hurt, out of five. Okay. Out of 28. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> uh, out of five. Uh, let's do an average show. It wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. It was just there. But because of Marvel and because of Joss Whedon, even though he's not hands-on, that's enough to, to bump it up in my mind to a four. It's like... Because yeah. I didn't like Dollhouse's pilot either. Exactly. Like, also I like, also didn't like Dollhouse at all when it yeah. was all said and done. But I watched the whole first season, which is a lot of a leeway to give. Yeah. And it was all Joss. I also yeah. like if you look at all of Joss Whedon's pilots. I mean, I don't think that the I mean, like the Buffy pilot is okay. It's not the best episode of Buffy. I, it's a I, good. I think good. That's episode. a better pilot though than the Shield pilot. Yeah, but I still think the Shield pilot is yeah. still. Oh, the Angel pilot was pretty bad. I remember not, not caring for. I even liked the Angel pilot. Yeah. Okay. Here's but uh, but here's what I liked about both Buffy and Angel, uh, and I didn't like about Firefly's pilot. Which did not air on television. Yeah, apparently there was but, a lot of weird But when stuff. I watched it, everyone raved like, this should have been the pilot. I don't know if I necessarily agree. Here's my problem with, I think, I'm going to tell Whedon, Joss, are you listening? Here's how you yes. make television. Oh, he's in the room. Oh, no. <laughs> I have him here. I keep great. him. Joss, I want to talk to you about how you uh, make your pilots. Because I know more about television <laughs> yeah, well, you, than Joss Whedon. Right? You spend more time watching it, probably. Sure. He doesn't have time. Sure, yeah. He's too busy making television. Yeah. Yep. So, obviously, I know more about <laughs> television. Uh, I think this show and Firefly for me and Dollhouse to uh, an extent want to make me love every character right away. And I'm not going to love every character right away because you don't get enough time. I know yeah. there's also a lot of other things going. It's like we have to sell it to the studio and whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, But yeah. let's pretend like all that's not on the table. Like just making an entertaining hour of television – uh, you, he wants me to like love every one of these members of S.H.I.E.L.D. and I was like well I don't love any of them right now instead yeah. of like just focusing on one character like Buffy's if you watch that pilot you might like the other characters but it's focused on isn't Buffy cool? Yeah yeah And yeah. then later on it's like Giles is cool too and Xander's pretty fun oh look at Willow she's great Yeah, yeah. yeah. and I mean, then much later on Angel's great and like they don't care if you like them all right away and say, if you watch the Angel pilot which is not as good as the Buffy pilot. I, I shouldn't think. say it's bad. That's that's presumptuous but on my part. That show um, basically has two characters. They want you to like Angel, and they want you to care about Cordelia a little bit. And then there's yeah. like the third character, Doyle. Doyle. They don't sell him that hard to you on that pilot. He's kind of a mystery. Yeah. And then he dies in episode nine. Yeah, they build him up a little bit. But Spoilers they, for Angel, circa 1998. Uh, but yeah, I, I feel like they were smart, and just like and that cast grew and grew and grew. By the end, there's like ten people on that show. Yeah. You yeah. love them all. Yeah, uh, but, uh, but yeah. Firefly had so many characters. It's like just make me love Mal, or you know maybe two characters, and then start building. Like same thing here. It's like either focus on Coulson, or if you feel like Coulson's already built enough because of the movies, focus on and I don't even know his name, the, Brand, uh, uh, the guy Ward. who gets uh, recruited, the tough action. Grant guy. Ward. See, that's the thing is like, war, like I know all the names because it's my job. Yeah. But, that, uh, <laughs> but like if they focused on him and just like this whole episode's about making this guy cool. Yes. And then like next episode make me like the Rising Sun girl and then Fitz and Simmons down the line. Well, just make them supporting characters. For the, yeah. I don't know. I just think like so with just, the, with just the, do that. Uh, the, the thing is like when I'm watching this the only person I care about at all like and I the only person I'm just interested in watching is Coulson and part of me is like well I think that's only because I have like a history with him already yeah. in those movies. If, it was, if I was just dropped in this world with him, I would just like him. Maybe cause he seems like the better actor of everybody. But yeah, like, he's, he's got a little bit great. of charisma. Ward, yeah. like that Ward guy, like I still like. He's like a James Bond type. That like I, I don't know. I don't know. And I don't care. I'm not even sure. Like, I'm not even sure I'd like Colson if I'd watched this cold, just because he seemed a little too flippant and detached. Yeah. But that's sort of his thing, and yeah. I sort of grown to love that about him. And we yeah. also don't know if that is an overarching choice sure. based on why he's back. Yeah. Right. So let me ask you guys this. Um, 
going into the show, yes, uh, you know, we all sort of say, saw the same marketing material, same commercials, all that stuff. What were your expectations going into the show uh, before you saw it? Mine were lower. Okay. I actually, the show is much better than I thought it was going to be because okay, I think that, that helps, any, right? I think that any Joss Whedon show, and I liked all the trailers, but I think that Joss Whedon's stuff is very quippy. So when you're going to make a trailer for it, you're going to pull out all the quips. Mm -hmm. And so I think all the marketing for it was nonstop flippancy, one-liners, quips, and like snart, like snappy dialogue. Yeah. Um, and Joss Whedon dialogue is very, it's very unique. I think it is. It's hitting it's, with some people. Yeah, it's you it's, say. it's very hard. It's very hard for a lot of people to either like get behind. I love it fully. I think and I, I dislike it quite a bit. I think so. it's equally hard for actors to make it sound right. And I think yeah. that yeah. most all the Buffy and Angel people were like perfect. Like they all like Allison yeah. Hannigan, Sarah Michelle Gellar, Nicholas Brennan. They all oh, Emma Caulfield. Like come on, they all they got time. that. They yeah. all had it. Whereas and David Warner Brothers, I think didn't initially, but no, like grew didn't. into it. By the time he was on Angel, he was really good. I think we're going to get. Lines. I think most of the Shield cast feels a lot more like um, that Chloe Bennett who plays Sky. Like that was probably she is probably my least favorite part of the show because she was she was the quippiest. She was and so, there was a lot of like all yeah. those, it just I also yeah. like I don't think she was bad. I just think like and like granted, even though I say like I'm not I'm not the biggest Shaw Sweden fan, but he can write funny stuff sometimes like i thought like the, the yeah, i love Coulson, this stuff yeah i think i don't I, i'm just not i don't think it's sense of humor I, like it's either you certain dialogue patterns you either love or you hate yeah i love tarantino i know people hate him i love him people love whedon i'm not a big fan but like i thought the colson in the in the corner i thought that was a funny bit yeah that's the, i thought the colson stuff was pretty funny actually most of his quips but her stuff it honestly not only was like i feel like her comic timing a little off but also i feel like her jokes were kind of not but very good either. But like, somehow, I think it was mostly delivery. I yeah, think. but towards I, the end of the episode, I came around on her a little bit more. Like when they actually, like when she started being more earnest and was like, oh, I actually like the information I have is going to hurt the J. August, J. August Richards character. I actually have to yeah. help and be serious. Like I, when she was playing earnest, she felt more willowy. She felt more. She had some know. lines that hit for me and some lines where I was like, oh, you almost hit that. Yeah. And like they weren't bad. Um, uh, to me, yeah, I don't know. I it's, also, it's, it's tough to deliver those lines. Yeah. Uh, again, it's, uh, let's talk about Avengers for a split second. Uh, Scarlett Johansson has a couple of quips. And in yeah. Avengers, there's a line where uh, uh, Iron Man is like, I'm bringing the party to yeah, you. And she's like, I don't see, yeah. see how that's a party. I don't see how that's a party, which is sort of an out-of-character Black Widow-y line. Yeah. But it didn't bother me because Scarlett Johansson, to me, nailed it for me. Yeah. yeah. And she's I was like, because she's good at that stuff. Like, It's a difference uh, between like film actors who are all like, professionals and all these people who I is this their first thing a lot of them are doing like uh, they've not been know. like Ming-Na Wen is the only person who I feel like has a, a, a resume that is a match for or more than Clark Brent. she doesn't really have any quips in the episode she's she's more silent yeah so now so now here's a question then um, writing wise how did you feel that the episode uh, stacked up Timmy I know you said you don't you, you're not a, as huge of a fan of that sort of uh, not fan of that quippiness, but structure-wise, the show I thought also was just I think like I think Shield is the perfect idea for a Marvel TV show. I want I want a I want this show to work. So I I love Shield. I love like spy Shield stuff, and I also I do love and this is a trope that happens a lot in both a lot of comics. I love the humans monitoring superheroes uh, stories like your your Stormwatch 
yeah. team Achilles or sort of truth to power situation yeah. of the the not the less fortunate but the the less powerful yeah. trying to keep keeping, keeping, tabs on the yeah more exactly. I always like that stuff I like all those stuff in comics yeah. are great so yeah. I, I want you and I think it's a you obviously don't have the budget to do like Superman or something or or Thor on TV really uh, so it's a smart idea to, to have the shield focus on lower budget threats like Hydra or what was it Rising Tide I'm yeah Rising Tide is the name of the uh, Basically, like, anonymous is kind of what they are. They're, like, anonymous for superheroes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, um, which I think is cool. But I just think, like, structurally, it which presented its events in both an uninteresting way and then with characters that were also kind of blank slates. Like, I feel like most of those characters feel like kind of bland blank slates. So I just don't... I, I, I was not invested at all. So, so you felt like you didn't know any more about these characters coming out of the show than you uh, did going in. But I think... I disagree because there was a lot of um, there's a lot of fascinating mysteries behind all these characters that they baked in a yes. little bit. Yes, like uh, when Grant Ward when he first gets in, uh, inducted by Coulson, they're going through his tests. Like you have the best espionage score since Romanoff. Your personality skills though are not that good considering your family history. But then they don't like yeah. they leave that out. So like there is something deeper there's, to this again, that's all like that's just yeah. that's just telling and not showing that's I mean, like yeah but I still like but that to me like that little like line to me yeah. gets me hooked into that character a little bit more like he has like he's hiding something that they're definitely gonna play I agree on. with everything you're saying there Brett but to me it's the same thing that bothered me with the Firefly pilot where it's like every character has their own mystery it's like that's great I don't need to know them all right now yeah hint at one of those mysteries now because like, otherwise it starts feeling like lost like all these mysteries and I don't like waiting for mysteries like I like slowly revealing oh there's a little more going on here than you realize oh, no. but I don't need that all at the beginning if yeah. you just told me Lord is his name yeah. uh, if you just told me his mystery and maybe Coulson's and didn't tell me about anything else about it, if I didn't hear about any like uh, Ming uh, what's her character uh, name Melinda May Melinda we May. only know that she isn't in the field anymore but something happened yeah something definitely happened so so I, I don't need to know that like yeah. I will want to eventually Save that for a few episodes down well, the line when it's her episode. And in my opinion, a good pilot, and I think Lost did have a really good pilot. Oh, Lost had a great pilot. Lost, yeah. like a, a, Lost is an example of a pilot but, you could have dropped on by itself as like a TV movie, but, and yeah. you would have been like, wow, that was I really enjoyed watching yeah, that. Yeah, that was fantastic. But watch Lost, uh, it focuses on Matthew Fox almost entirely. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's not about making you love every character. They give you little tidbits of the you other characters. You get like Locke wiggling his toes. You get yeah. like... Yeah. So, you know, and, and it's interesting that you say that too, because um, it makes me think of uh, the, the early 90s comic scene, especially with the image boom. You had a lot of... You had a lot of people that watched what Chris Claremont did really well in the X-Men. Mm -hmm. It was like dragging out these mysteries, introducing yeah. Yeah, new yeah. mysterious characters, and um, you wind up moving over to Image when all of these people are breaking away from those franchises and starting their own thing, and I think a lot of those books wound up suffering for it, uh, like Wildcats and Cyberforce and, and Youngblood, where they were trying to do too much too quickly yeah. with uh, too many mysteries. Trying yeah. to Everyone had a mystery man. I specifically think of um, Wildcats when you had, you had Zealot and you had Grifter and you had um, Spartan. You just had all of these characters with all of these mysteries. Stan Lee would hate all those names, by the way. <laughs> yes. Stan Lee hates superhero names where it's like, who, what does he do? I feel yeah. like for the 90s for a while, people just open a Bible and yeah. put their finger down. And <laughs> pick, pick <a> Hezekiah. <laughs> all right. Um, but but I, I think that you, you almost thing. <laughs> <laughs> you do t if you try to do too much too soon, you do wind up 
um, shooting yourself in the foot in yeah. such a way where like you you have to scramble to figure out how to in what order do you put those pieces yeah. when you're building if you're building something larger you have to figure out how to in what order do you address them I want to I. Uh, I I'm never going to do this, but I want to rewatch the Heroes pilot because I remember really liking that. Oh, pilot. spectacular pilot! Uh, that show is terrible. I think it was even bad before the first season ended. The first like, thirteen episodes, killer. But I think the pilot, in the beginning, I was hooked, and I think it was a well done pilot. And I don't remember it now, but I remember enjoying it. So I'm curious I just how like they, they avoided. Should, they should be able to like. They should, yeah. like I feel personally this. My view on episodic or not episodic, I'm serialized television, uh, especially with network TV, like. Is that it should still it should feel like it could be a standalone episode, like the idea of like every comic zones first. Yeah. yeah. Someone could walk in, watch it, be like, oh, that's exciting, and then the very last tidbit is what kind of like hooks them to the next episode. Sure. And this one, like it, again, if it wasn't have didn't have Marvel's name attached to it, and didn't have like the crossover to the Avengers, like say the Avengers movie never got made, I can't imagine people watching this and being like, I'm gonna keep watching this. It was a standalone adventure. Yeah, but it was like a. A bland, not exciting standalone adventure. I think. Well, in your opinion, and, and no, exactly. This is all yeah. my opinion, yeah. personally. Yeah, it's I just, all Brett's opinion. Yeah. What guys? <laughs> well, I, I got confused. What? Like, I, 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 I thought I, I was doing I'm, Timmy's I'm gonna, opinion. I'm going to watch the next episode because I'm curious about it. But if I was just an average viewer, they've been saying it's even better than the first. But they always oh. say yeah, that. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you know, I'm also hopeful because you make they made this was made as a pilot. This was not one of these series to order shows. No, yeah, yeah this was to so, pay, this was to sell the network on the yeah. series. They had a few months to sit on this pilot before the next episode. Next episode will be interesting. And uh, to what well, uh, uh, Matt Little guessed mm-hmm. earlier, I think the real test. For this show is going to be episode seven or eight. Yeah, like at that point, that's when you know, and you're just like, I'm out. But I'm because I'm I'm already, I am already. There was a really, I really was surprised in the scene where they finally get Chloe and put her in the interrogation room with Coulson and Grant Ward. And I think that scene has a lot of kind of very tired one-liners, like, "Oh, are you the good cop?" No, like that's like, okay, that's not that original. But when Coulson comes back with this truth serum, and you think he's going to stick it into Sky, her actress name is Chloe. Her name is Chloe Bennett. That is a fake sounding name. Yeah. Her character's name is Sky. Anyway, you think she's that Coulson's going to jab into Sky so they can get the information they need. He instead turns around and jabs it into uh, Grant Ward to be like, okay, here's our shield agent. You're a hacktivist terrorist person. Ask him anything you want. He has a true serum. Bye. To just to prove to her. We we want to work with you. We are here to yeah, help. Yeah, that, that probably was my favorite. I thought that was a very clever the, moment. That was probably my favorite moment of the whole show, yeah. just because it did like it did something interesting for that once. I didn't see with like a character that I thought was really boring. But then I liked the scene between the two of them. I actually was feeling a, it was a very weird, short scene. Yeah, but I feel like I don't know for some reason I when the two of them started talking honestly, I was like, oh, I can see yeah. this is going to go somewhere. There was I a few. Really there was a that. few mo- like. There are a few moments, and, and I, I feel like I'm being a little harsh on it to like than I mean to be. Like in I, the house that Marvel built, exactly. I feel like if, honestly, out of, out of five stars, I probably would give this because like, it's not bad. It's yeah. not a bad show at all. A it's friend just, of mine emailed me and said, "I heard it's terrible," and I'm like, "I'm sure people not, are saying that, but like, it's not, not terrible. terrible. It's no. not like yeah. it's, 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 it's terrible." I'd give it maybe yeah. three. I give so it three out of five stars. Personally. Yeah. And that's what I said. I give it. I give yeah. it that too. I would give it and three would, and a half, probably. But I would bump it up to four, uh, just because of all the things that aren't the show. Yeah. Joss and yeah. Well, knowing like that pilots, I know. pilots are hard, especially oh, especially yeah. if you pilots consider are hard. That, but then, like, I watched the Hannibal pilot and I was hooked. I watched the Breaking Bad pilot. And I was hooked. well, but also oh, you yeah. gotta consider networks great. too, because like all Hannibal, of Joss Whedon's Hannibal is network. What well, I don't, yeah, but the I do Chuck feel like pilot. I watched the Chuck pilot. Love the Chuck pilot. And I only the watched the Lost pilot is great. Lost pilot was great. I watched the Chuck pilot. 
I mean, Lost I wanted to watch from the promos, and I love yeah. the pilot. Chuck was something I didn't want to watch. It sounded stupid. The pilot was, like, free on Amazon or on yeah. iTunes. So I downloaded it and watched it. It was so good that I watched the show until, like, the second to last season when I finally gave up on how yeah. bad it got. Uh, but it was good for two or three years. And the pilot was unbelievably good. Have any of y'all watched the uh, Sleepy Hollow pilot? Not, Not yet. yet. I downloaded it's, it. It's I. It's insane. Like also it's like it's possibly like one of the most I've yet to see so many insane ideas thrown into a pilot what? at once. Listeners to this podcast, the Sleepy Hollow pilot is free on iTunes, yeah. so you can download it and watch it at your leisure. There yeah. you go. <laughs> it's, a, it's a ridiculous show that I'm excited to tweet to Kevin about throughout the year. You know, it's interesting. I was uh, you had mentioned the Heroes pilot earlier, and I'm racking my brain in the background here thinking about it. And I think that why that superhero concept worked as a pilot much more so is because it was almost a series of uh, unconnected short stories. You're right. That were all given individual attention, almost the way that like a soap opera. Like 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 daily soaps used oh, to yeah, have that's, that's one plot line, then we jump to another plot line, and yeah. then they'd all like advance yeah. at their own pace. The series and would be like, we're going to see how these all come together. Yes, see, I, I also I don't I don't think that it was a, that Shield was a bad pilot. I actually think that it was one of the most impressive things I've seen on network television. Oh, really? I think it was a very time. average pilot. Yeah. No, but in terms of like in terms of like scope and oh, ambition I mean, and stuff yeah, and like but, production value, I thought that it was actually a lot. Uh, more interesting than like an average episode of like Nashville to bring. Well, it back yeah, to but Nashville. I mean, ambition yeah. and scope. And they already got those um, Avengers set built. <laughs> no, I mean, they don't have to worry was, about that. Uh, uh, I mean, you're right. Like, it could be great, but uh, uh, like per, you could say the same thing maybe about Persons of Interest, which I hear is very good now, but I, I don't watch. It has it. a uh, surprisingly uh, weird premise. I heard, uh, but like, yeah. but like, just like, like, yeah, a show. This show could be amazing, but is this episode amazing? Yeah, I don't think it's amazing, okay. but I still think, think like, that's I, it did enough, for, of course it did enough for me to be like, oh, I'm on board. Especially, like, the last, I thought that the climax of it was, was also great. I thought, I liked it more, the last, like, 15 minutes of, like, yeah. uh, more than the When the team actually all had a thing to do together and working together, yeah. I was like, oh, this, I when, can't wait to see yeah. what the show is this. When see, that's what I, this would bring up the heads, and, like, there were some moments that were just like, oof, like, and it generally had to do with the, uh, was the actor who played the... Centipede on his arm. Uh, J. August Richards. Yeah, Richard. Some of his stuff. Of Angel. Not like not that I think he was a bad actor, but some of his lines, I was just like, oh my goodness. He had a couple of groaners. The ones where he was like, "Is this a disaster?" He's like, "No, it's an origin story." Yeah, that was, I was a bad just one. like, oh my god, what is this? That's a little. And then his last speech, I thought was really. Rough. Oh, see, I liked. I liked. I, I, I didn't mind the last week. The origin storyline, I don't like. I don't like. I, mean, I like. I, like I don't the, like. I know I'm in a comic book. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I, I like. What do you the, think this is? A TV show? Yes. <laughs> I like the real world peril. I mean, I like. I like that it did the Marvel thing of putting someone in a bad position and seeing what powers do to someone that is like down to their luck, um, which is a very Marvel thing to do. The moment when he uh, spoiler alert, Matt Little. Uh, when he rips the, uh, when he beats up his boss. Yeah. That was a great, I thought that was, yeah. that's when the show turned around for me. Cause I, I liked that Sort of stuff. bored and I, that was the, the truth serum moment I liked, but I knew he wasn't going to inject, uh, Sky with it. Oh, so I, I, just, I, I just didn't, I just didn't know what he was going to do with it, but it's like, it didn't seem like Coulson. Uh, but when J.R.S. Richards beat up his boss, I was like, I really thought they were setting this guy up as a hero. Yeah. And there's something wrong with him. And I was like, oh, I did not expect that. Also because it's J. August Richards, so I liked him from Angel. He's a good guy oh, in Angel. Yeah. I thought he'd be a recurring hero. He might, I guess, who knows what they'll yeah, do with him from here. But 
that moment well, and, I was like, holy shit, he just fucking and also at really the end, hospitalized somebody. And <laughs> also at the end of the episode when, like, they're... Because he, he's infected with extremis. He, he's, in, he's infected with a weird extremis cocktail that yeah. is, like... By the way, I've been calling it extremis my whole life. And they said extremis? My <laughs> whole life. Like, well, extremis <laughs> sounds like excrement. Yeah. To me, at least. And I'm constantly thinking, like, oh, he shot shit in his arm? <laughs> I've always thought it was so, extremis. I, I guess I was wrong. So, like, the only way they can... They're like, well... Either Fitzsimmons has to come up with a cure out of nowhere, or uh, Agent Ward just has to snipe him. Uh, and I feel like since we don't... I like the fact that since it's the first episode, we don't know the tone of the show, really. We don't know the wow. what the characters are capable of. When he actually shoots him in the head, for a split second, I was like, oh, what are they doing? And then so it's revealed that it was a cure bullet or whatever. For a split so second, like, oh. I did too, and I was a little disappointed. Just disappointed, yeah. Because yeah, like, uh, I was like, oh my god. This is going to be a really dark show. I was like, oh, no, it's not. Because to me, I do think I know the tone because it's ABC, it's Disney, it's very bright. Yes. It is a very bright show. It's very brightly lit. Guys, Coulson was wearing a light-colored suit at the end of it. It's the first time we've seen it in something other than dark. Guys, I have a crush on Coulson. It's the brightest. What? Really? Like, Firefly's dark, Dollhouse is dark. It's like shadows and things like this. The shadows in S.H.I.E.L.D. feel like Purple? L- like Coulson's joke, like a light bulb went out. It doesn't feel like... Yeah. But I think that's an ABC thing. I feel like... Were those, oh, yeah. Those shows were... I feel like that... Were, I think it's what Disney... Shows were, it's Disney, ABC. Yeah, it's yeah just I mean, sort of it like, looks it's like a, Once Upon a Time and... Well, this is an ABC and, Studios production, yeah. too, right? Like, this is a show... Avengers is pretty so bright as well. What time does the show air on? Eight or nine? It's eight. It was the lead off. I mean, eight. they want kids watching. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what... It, unfortunately, yeah. I, I would like... I mean... I'm a 38. I'm a 38 year old man. I would like it if it was darker. But yeah, why would they do that? Yeah, but I also like I. It's they also should market it towards 38 year old men without kids. The I'm also not going to buy anything you're selling. <laughs> you're still in the age bracket. You got another like nine years. Is it? I think 35 might be the top of that. It's like 18 to. Oh, it's 18 to 34, isn't it? I thought it was 18 to 49. It is still in it. You should be listening to me still on this podcast, guys. <laughs> you should be listening to me. I'm right in the middle of what you want. <laughs> I'm right I in also, the middle of what you want. Yeah. Who are you talking to right but now? I'm, I'm who you're stuck with. <laughs> talking to the, the, the um, sponsors. the sponsors. I think that we also have to remember that the Mar. I think people go into the show wanting a super dark show. I don't think any. I, but, I but wasn't I think, expecting a super dark show. Yeah, I, I think. But one. you people would <laughs> like it. But when you look at the Marvel movies themselves, they're not dark movies. No. And I think that that is the thing to remember with Agents of Shield. Like it's not going to be the unexpected dark corner of the Marvel. But Thor is literally called be. the Dark World. Well, we haven't seen Thor yet. That might be yeah, yeah. I just think my my thing is like I, I don't want it to be a dark movie. I just wish it had like like granted that I've been watching Star Trek Next Generation and the pilot for that is not great. Oh no! Oh no! Not at all. No. But when you walk away from that pilot, I know exactly like who those characters are. Is that because you already knew who those characters? No, were? but just based okay. on like just like looking at them, I know yeah. who they are. Like I know like I can tell the difference between. Uh, Worf and Riker, you know, like just yeah. like, but now like I'm like, I, if you tell me like describe the differences between Fitz and Simmons, like um, well, you're not, they're, they're the same. That's a bad example. They're the same, or even like I don't think the, they're supposed to be. They are like bickering scientists. One is biology, one is mechanical. They are literally the same character. Exactly. That's well, that's an but issue. But they're supposed think, to like, be. But I, I don't think that makes very good. Uh, well, but I also television. think that like it's more. Um, it'd be more of an argument that like uh, Sky <laughs> has the same voice as Ward or. Uh, Melinda May. Is it Melinda May? Yeah. Like, that their it's voices like, are all sort of similar. It's more Maggie maybe. May. It's Maggie, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like, uh, like yeah. we don't know any, like, of any of them, like, Melinda May we know the least about because she also doesn't and, and get she's a lot one I'm most interested in. Uh, yeah, and I, I, oh, I'm in love with her. I love Ming-Na Wen, love her on Single Guy. 
Love drawing ER. Single guy. So, so I'm like, first season single guy Silver underrated. Yeah. First season single guy was <laughs> the theme of the show is just that is this Thailand the single guy. You kind of shoot yourself in the foot. You know? Yeah, he can never get married. He can <laughs> never date anybody. Do you think maybe you think maybe with the Ming Nakwe connection we uh, we get some Jonathan Silverman? Well, yeah, maybe. Hey man, let's talk about single guy for a second. They gave up on their own formula for season two. They did like immediately abandoned. And well, like, did he get married? In the, no, the, the formula was he was the reason. one single friend yeah, yeah. and a bunch of married friends. Yeah. The next season, they introduced two or three more single guys. Yeah. Yep. So, or single people. And it was like, yeah, they, yeah. I gave him a coffee shop. It was like, make it more like friends. Yeah. yeah. And it was Mark like, Moses oh, was on that show. just cancel it. You don't like the show. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's yeah. Fine. And I don't think it was great. I thought it was okay. Just I think that um, the the, the anyway. trailer at the end of the episode for the next couple episodes. Uh, By the way, the single guy, just like the sitcom version of Company, when you think about it. What is company? Steven Sondheim's company. Oh, is that a musical thing? Okay, never mind. Talking about the wrong. Use a comic book reference. Yeah, are you in the wrong? <laughs> Forget. 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 <laughs> is it like the comic book version of Avengers West Coast? Well, I guess it's an interesting point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone looks like an Al Milgram drawing. Because my jumping in. mockingbird we're we're together. Avengers and yeah. uh, force works. I just. Um, I also think they're going to back Tiger hooking up. Well, where's Hank Pym going to end up? Oh, it's just it was a real predicament. Well, maybe Hank Pym. Decided if he was going to join the team or not instead of just hanging around the mansion. That's all what West Hanging around, around the mansion? He was just like, they were like hey, Mr. you're here. Do you want to just be on the team? He's like, no, I can't be a superhero anymore. Yeah. Like, why are you here in the yeah. West Coast Avengers mansion? Then? Just shut me in my alone. red jumpsuit. <laughs> um, I think they're awesome. I'm making this point. Uh, the other mystery character in the episode is Sky, who, they're, who they immediately like, that's not your real name. And she's like, ugh. And then at the end of the episode, when she is disappearing, uh, Janice Richards, he's like, have you done this before? And she was like, yeah. So, like, Sky is obviously yeah. a character. And I feel like, I feel like with both Grant Ward and, and Sky's weird mysteries, I feel like they're, those are ways to backdoor introduce actual Marvel characters that we want to see. Like, yeah. I'm going to, I'm placing bets. I'm placing bets. Uh, Grant Ward's dad is Taskmaster. Really? Ooh, I, like I, no, I'm, I'm that's my what? bet. Just, just... On a family hunt, history, like Taskmaster is a low-profile character that they're not holding off for a movie. Uh, he's also like has shield ties. He's also an excellent hand-to-hand com- combatant, yeah. which I feel like genetically could be in Grant Ward somehow. Also, could uh, Sky be Dakota North or Jessica Jones? Oh, oh. I don't know. these yeah. are these are the theories I'm going for. Those are characters I don't care about. Well, you figure Rising <laughs> Tide is probably going to be led to be revealed that it's led by. a J. At Jordan least James. known villain, right? Well, okay. There's also Did the. Did you say J. Jordan yeah. James? <laughs> Hopefully. Um, Spider Man. They also. Uh, there's also a big bad. There's also a Wolfman Hart esque yeah. big bad that we also don't know what the yeah. deal is. With that's, that's, that's my problem. I don't need ten mysteries to bring me back. I need I captivating think, characters yeah. and maybe one compelling and, and, story. And one character maybe you can give a mystery to. And then, like, I guess later I on. I love mystery. I don't care. No, I love mystery, I like too. Mysteries but, too. I, I, but if I hear six of them, then I'm, I'm just fine. like, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm done. I'm taking notes. Mentally. Yeah. I mean, I'm a, Chris, I'm a child of Chris Claremont. I, I like, want more I like mis- to me, the fu- there's two great moments for a mystery. The first reveal, when it's like, oh, there's a mystery. And then they, they give you six of them, and it's like, well, they don't hit me as well. Then the next best reveal is like when, it, what you, when you find either a twist or what's going on. Yeah. Uh, but the rest is sort of just like doling it out, and yeah, I don't and like that stuff. Both. So to me, it, it's it's like uh, watching Buffy, uh, and I think I talked to maybe you about this, Brett. Like I remember watching Buffy when Spike reveals that he's not in the wheelchair. 
Yeah. Uh, it's the end of an yeah. episode. Yeah. Spike's been in a wheelchair for a while, and he, no one's in the room, and he just stands up and kicks something or something. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah. And now the next episode, he's in a wheelchair again. But, like, pretty soon, he's walking. Like, it's just like, this is going to be paid off quick. Yeah. And I like that stuff. And we all... Uh, I don't know. I, the, like, I like, here's a mystery. It'll be done yeah. in two episodes. Oh, of course the showrunners are going to say this, because of course they are, because they know how much people hate mysteries being dragged out in the wake of Lost. That they know all the answers. That, that, well, that they said, like, we're going to bring up a lot of mysteries, but we're also going to answer as many as we bring up. So if we don't get a couple of answers to these things in episodes two and three four... really, like, made everyone have to, like, double-check their bases on yeah. this thing. So and I, I still love Lost. So. I did, too. I, uh, but it's just funny how, like, I, every time yeah. a new show comes out, everyone's like, and we're not gonna pull Lost, guys. Yeah, but a lot of them do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't watch these shows, so I might be wrong. But like, flash forward, it sounded like did that. Oh, all of that would be. Those shows, shows, those shows premiered before Lost ended. So like, yeah. people are like, already were, making those complaints yeah. mid Lost. Like yeah. Lost, <laughs> when Lost went to the shorter seasons, was them trying to like say like, no, no, we have a plan. We yeah. don't have like, well, we're gonna do yeah. it. I don't know. I, I feel I. Yeah. I gave up on Lost uh, episode one of season two. Oh, when I, was, I watched right. that long, and I was like, they opened up the hatch, and like the answer was nothing. No, yeah. the answer was everything. No, there was nothing. It was a guy in there with yeah. more mysteries. It yeah. was like, there was no answer. It was just, there's a dude in there. And I was like, you know what? I've watched 23 episodes, and I know nothing more than I knew in the pilot. You know there's and, a hatch with a guy in it. And also, nothing happened. Yeah. It just felt like I, nothing had, I loved, nothing had progressed I forward. I loved it. Uh, 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 Charlie season... had kicked his heroin addict, uh, heroin thing and yeah. also gotten rehooked. I was like, well, I don't care yeah. anymore. I was like, oh, nothing's happening. You gotta watch all of Lost, man. No way. You'll never get but, me to watch any yeah. more Lost. I don't think anybody, I think at this point, like, it's impossible to get to Vincent. No, I don't think Lost. I will ever rewatch Lost. <laughs> well, the 20, 20, 20, if 23 episodes wasn't enough to hook me, yeah. uh, then they missed the boat. We have to jump into it. In the fourth season, they changed the opening theme from Oh, we gotta get lost. <laughs> da, 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 I da. will say, we're gonna get lost. I absolutely hate the fact that this show, as of now, does not have opening credits. It well, just has. That's, a pi- title. that's pilot though. Mm-hmm. A lot of pilots don't have opening I hope credits. Because, Watch one more episode. Because. Well, because like I love like Joss Whedon in the Buffy pilot had that theme song already there, and he won, and he even wanted to like he the theme song was so essential that he wanted to stick. Uh, was his name Jesse, the character that dies? Yeah. He wanted to stick him in the opening credits so that when he dies in the pilot, you were like, what the fuck? Yeah. But they're like, it's too expensive to edit it twice. That's why with Doyle, that's, Doyle was his Jesse again. Yeah. So I love, I love, he, like... Doyle was dead before Did Dollhouse have opening one. credits? I don't remember. See, I only yeah, watch the first season. Oh, but the, there's, there's more... pilot, I don't know. Not for the pilot. Uh, more commercial, more... There's more commercials now. Opening credits are so short. I Parson know, Rack, I, I Parson Rack's opening credits is like... 10 seconds. I love it. Yeah. Uh, but it's like 10 seconds long. See, if I, I am such a firm believer, like if I ever am a show on a show, I'm going to carve out 30, I don't care, 30 seconds is going to opening credits. I feel like it's I mean, so I love it too. I, but there are times when like, it just depends on what that theme song is. Well, it's funny, like I watch Game of Thrones and that opening credits kick in, I'm like, oh right, opening credits used to be a thing. Yeah, I, well, I can. I can also I run to the bathroom. I love it. Makes me so sad. I mean, like watching Cheers. It's like this is so essential to the show. Yeah, you have I to think, have that. And the thing is, also sometimes you get stuff like Community. I think I, it's opening theme song. It's oh. not terrible, but I wouldn't mind if it was just cut out. Well, yeah, well, I think there was also more that's care. Quick, it's also like fifteen seconds. That's a real quick. Yeah, one. I think there was more care placed in opening credits when they were either like original things shot to be opening credits, or even like montages that like interview. Like the Buffy opening credits are maybe the most perfect opening credits of any show ever, because it, I think so. 
It's a. I don't agree, but that's fine. I like the music. Great, a it's a is a great song that fits the tone of the show. The Cosby Show uh, was the greatest yeah. opening credits. That might be true. Well, which Any one? There were like show. four. That's what versions. I mean. They were always the greatest. Just them dancing. It was great. Yeah. Super fun. I just, I just I like it when it's like name with the actor showing you like their game what they're doing and they're yeah. like good song yeah. like I don't like just like like the Breaking Bad opening credits I, like, I don't it. need that I, don't I, I think it's great it has that nice I thought Shield had a great opening credits which they didn't really have much but it was like they would be interspersed through the first teaser they yeah opened. I love that um I don't like the show that much but I always thought Dexter's opening credits were a good like this is what this show was like oh yeah yeah uh, making breakfast and. Hannibal has okay opening credits. Nothing great. But. That show, Dexter ended this week, and people are just losing their minds over that one. Yeah, I read a, I read a thing about it, because I was just curious how to end it, so I read what, yeah. I read some Reddit yeah. posts about it, and it sounds like sounds, sounds like I jumped off the Dexter ship at the right time. Yeah. People, it's, it's what you can't call a show terrible without, like, let's look at all these other shows. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I'm going to keep watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I would be, it would take a lot to make me stop watching it any time during this season. Oh, no. But I, yeah. I'll give it three episodes. I watched three episodes. I, I, I watched all of Buffy and all of Angel without break. I started Buffy season two. Uh, went back, watched season one. Watched all of Angel. Never, yeah. nothing ever convinced me to Twinsies. not watch it. Firefly, I watched in about there was like two or three episodes in a row where I stopped at a point. I was like, well, this show's boring. Oh wow! Uh, and yeah. if I showed you the list, I could point out the episodes that killed me. And then I missed one episode. And then I was just home one night, and I was like, well, I guess I'll watch it since I'm home. And it was so good, I was rehooked again. <laughs> yeah, and I felt guilty. For giving up on it, and then every other episode was good. Yeah, Firefly didn't hook me until that like that one in the hospital. That was a great episode. I think oh, I didn't watch Firefly because I, I don't have. Any that's the one. That, that's thing is like that's the only Whedon show I've ever like really liked. Um, and even that, I, I I still I thought it was a good show. I don't think it's as great as I don't understand people saying does. it's his best show because I I watched Firefly. I liked it. I don't. It is nowhere near Buffy and Angel. Well, Firefly, Firefly is the best show because it was one season. Yeah. Buffy had two bad seasons. One and a half. Eh, wow. okay, 1.75. Uh, uh, I, yeah, I would say you, season two bads. Uh, five and seven. Oh, I thought you were Six and seven. No, five and seven. I was going seven. one and two. Oh, boy. Two was the best season. No, two was not the best oh, season. Oh, you didn't like two? Two no, was the I show like, that, that's the show that hooked me on Joss Whedon until right this second. I like, there, yeah. there are like half of those episodes are good, but half of them are like Inga Mummy Girl and Loved like it. Bad Eggs and Loved it. Bewish, Bewather and Bilbo, like. Wait, I don't know like, which one that is, but I bet I loved it. I, I just like I, I don't. I think that's the one where Xander gets uh, yeah. gets the spell and all. Oh, I love that episode. See, no, I I like on go. I like. But that's big, the one where he kisses Cordelia. Yeah, I like big. No, that's the that's stuff. I like one. big and important it stuff. The, oh, it's, I loved it. No, Seasons, no. Season three and five are my Buffy seasons. No, season three was my second favorite season. Anyway, uh, I loved <laughs> Buffy. I'm just seeing it right now. I'd be like, wow. Two bad seasons. I don't know but I think that's what helped Firefly. Though, like Firefly had a few bad episodes, but like it didn't like. I think Angel never had a bad season. Like season, I mean, seasons one well, they, and two were boring. Season. But season five was so good. Yeah. yeah, it ended so well. Like it didn't have like that letdown. But whatever. Um, but yeah, Firefly I think benefits from just like it was twelve episodes. Yeah, yeah. I don't well, know. That's what I said. People like rave, but I'm like, it was guys. It was good. It was great. Hey it's man, good. Breaking Bad is being called one of the best shows, if not the best show ever. And it's benefiting greatly from being only like sixty episodes long. Yeah, yeah. I'll say. Oh, totally. I'll say the add another fifty Ozzie episodes that that aired two weeks ago. Oh yeah, not this oh, past Breaking week. Bad spoilers, everybody. Um, or not? I, I won't. I'm not going <laughs> to talk about it. I respect that show like way too much to even give you it got away mad to someone respect else. For it. Uh, but Oz, the episode Ozymandias, I will throw down a saying is maybe the greatest episode of television that has ever been produced. I see one thing with Breaking Bad though is just like it's just satisfying. 
Yeah. Like, it's such a satisfying... Te- like, yeah. the first episode of this season, or this, I guess, second half of the last season, I was expecting them to draw out a plot point. And it was such a... Because that's just how TV works nowadays. Yeah. They take yeah. a plot point, and they just draw it out. Mm-hmm. And instead, they were like, no, we're just going to... The moment where... Everyone knows the moment from that first episode of yeah, yeah, the yeah. season. I feel like it, like everyone will remember that watching that moment in their living room, the garage door. Yeah, everyone's and like, lost. That would have been ten episodes later. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe it would have been, would have would have been the second to last episode. Watch lost. <laughs> yeah, and so like it's just like it was like that was satisfying, and like yeah. it's like yeah. Breaking Bad is being written like. I mean, it's not it right TV how we've been writing this right in the people can want that to watch it. Only happen on like can that happen on ABC? Like no. if she wanted to do that, could they? Uh, well I feel like Hannibal They could do Hannibal moments is like the, that. Hannibal is the is on a network show and it feels like it's on a Hannibal FX though or is not twenty two episodes a season. Exactly. It's that's oh, part of it. it? No. Yeah. It's, oh, wow. it's thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, it that's twenty two episodes it's impossible. Plus the problem is if you do I don't think Hannibal can do it either though. Because if you go a long run Writers jump off and start their own shows. Yeah. Breaking Bad had largely the same writing staff the whole time because yeah. it was like not a huge commitment. They, yeah. Some of them probably worked on other shows. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. And nobody wants to leave probably as well. But people do leave. Like yeah. I don't know. Like, uh, but with the look, show, like look at Friends. Yeah, Friends huge hit, and then it gets bad. And I think it gets bad because the writers who made it great moved on to new shows. But yeah. on cases like Buffy and Angel, uh, good writers came in at the end. Like you get, you got your. As somebody who did not like the later seasons of Buffy, to me that like Joss had to move on. He was working on other things, and then like some of his writers moved here and there. And it was new parts, and like and you got it, your Drew Goddard, oh, who's only on season seven. He was so good. Drew Goddard wrote what? He wrote one episode I liked. I think. Selfless, selfless, which was selfless. The Anya episode. I don't. I didn't like Anya. Oh. Uh, Conversation with the Dead People was the only episode of season seven I think I liked, other than the final. That was a committee episode too. Well, they all took vignettes, and yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> hey Timmy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, to me, it, it, that happens with a lot of shows. I mean, whatever. I almost look forward to writers leaving Shield and us getting new ones in seasons two and three, just to inject more weird. Well, that's don't it. forget too. Yeah, uh, good people because this was yeah. because this was basically like a pitch pilot. Yeah, in a way, it was written. It was also it was shot, but it was also produced in a vacuum meaning that like there were a, there there were whatever writers are credited on there right yeah, by are. the time the second episode rolls around that is going to be the episode where the writing staff that is on the first season yeah. are together and brainstorming but you, got, you got Jeffrey Bell from Angels on that writing staff yeah I'm expecting to get to better a couple Fringe people are on that writing staff oh man Fringe now there's a show that got better and better every That's season here, yeah. yeah I've been wanting to watch I've been wanting to give it another shot for that reason well. yeah. I'm watching Pretty Little Liars oh yes I am do you How want to does, talk about this well no I I uh, at MTV, I sit the girl that runs the Hollywood Crush Teen YA mm-hmm. blog. Yeah. Is behind me, Pretty Little Liars is P-P-L? one of the things. That, yeah, P- PPL. PPL is one Wait, of the things. I thought you ran the Teen Crush. Uh, no, no, yeah. no, I run the. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, there's a thing called comic books. Yeah, I, I run yeah, the yeah, movie. Book. Uh, but I was trying to figure out what the hell Pretty Little Liars is about, and I know I only know you're obsessed with it, and I want to know what Pretty Little Liars does that the Shield pilot did not do. Well, Ooh, great question. So there we go. That's a great question. Let's, well, first of all, I'm even though I didn't watch Buffy and I wasn't a huge fan, this denies what I'm about to say. I do love teen <laughs> soap opery dramas. Like I watched Dawson's Creek. Did you watch OC? I watched OC. Okay. Um, I even watched Laguna Beach, the real OC for a while. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I watched. That's the only one I watched a little bit. Of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but I, I, I was hooked for like eight episodes, and then I. Pretty, pretty Little Liars is here's the thing is I I can't watch like two episodes. I can watch two episodes, and then I'm like, oh, I need a break. It's a very <laughs> it's very of its. What is it tone. about? Just it's teen, basically teens it's about attractive me. Uh, no. attractive women that don't tell the truth. All right, here we go. Girls. This is the oh, short one. This is tangenting it. Short little, but um, it's about these these buckle up these five popular girls, and one of them one of them. Is goes missing like and and they don't know what happens to her. So then a year later, the four the four friends have kind of like went their separate ways, and they oh. all come back together because they find the body of this oh. girl who went missing. Oh. They're like they're like sophomores in high school. Holy, that's dark. They stuff. went there. They went their separate ways and like it's like one went, one went like one's family went traveling. Okay, uh, and like she's kind of the main. One focus. became a goth. One hung out with the brains. That's pretty much no. That's exactly oh, wow. a little bit. Okay, you, so, oh, you wrote this show. Yeah. Shh. So the the body of this girl's found, and she was like the queen, be the most popular girl. And she had like she had dirt on everybody. Ooh. She was like the the, the she girl, wrote the, the Rachel book. McAdams from yeah. um the uh, yeah. Mean Girls movie. Yeah. It's essentially like Mean Girls meets Agatha Christie, basically. <laughs> uh, and so then she's she's dead. But then they all start getting these text messages from like from her that all like say these secrets that only she knew. Oh, that is. And so then they're just like they come together again as friends again to like figure out what's going on. So part of it though, part of it feels like it's written by like a teen girl that wants to be popular because it's all it's like a it's like a teen girl popular <laughs> fantasy in a sense. It's all about like wanting to like yeah. go to prom and stuff like that. And then there's also like a lot of weird stuff too. Like like two of them end up like kind of dating over the age of eighteen. One of them starts dating a teacher. One of them kisses her her older sister's fiance who are, who are adults. So there's like this weird like. I so feel like teen girl fantasy. If there was more well. underage loving in Agents of Shield, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean it's different expectations. Right? And then, but so there's like so like part of it's that that's kind Maybe of weird in a sense. But then also the people who are writing this show, I think, are super smart because it like I was just watching it because I thought it was like fun to watch such a bad show for a while. Yeah. But then I found myself getting invested in the mystery of it, and now I <laughs> sincerely like want to know who who this person is. This Did they reveal it? They have not revealed it yet. And the season, oh, I'm in, I'm in, I just finished the first season. I had to post an article. It was, I know a little bit about it. Don't say anything. I know who. I'd be really I upset. Know, you, I know some of the things. Don't say anything. But it's it's kind of a great show. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't recommend it to everyone or so maybe the anybody. The Shield audience is not overlapping. It's a great show. So Timmy Woods' review of Pretty Little Liars. It's a great show. Don't watch it. <laughs> don't watch it if you don't like uh, shows about teen girls. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> But like me and my friend Greg, because Greg also, my friend Greg loves this kind of show, so him and I just watch it and text each other back and forth about it, like Teen Girls. Isn't it ABC Family? It is ABC Family, which I feel like is... Home of quality? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I watched Bunheads. I watched uh, I watched all of Greek. Oh yeah, I remember that show. We all have, yeah. our, AB, we all have our ABC Family show. Yeah, we oh, have absolutely. Our, we have, there's always a show on there. Nope, I do not. Uh, yeah. But back to, I think the best show that came on, the best network, I'm going to say it again, is Hannibal. Kevin will so me up on this. So good. I can't wait for season two. I can't wait either. Uh, I, this turned into like a TV podcast, but you gotta. It came out on Blu-ray. Hannibal season week. one was so good. Isn't wait Jillian Anderson in that? Or yes. She, yes. Oh, see, I, not I, as a main character. She's got like four or five episodes. She'll be in season it, one. But it's also one go. of the few shows that's filmed in like a way that really creeped me out. Okay. Like, it's really good. There was like Hannibal, really which is unsettling. a prequel to Silence of the Lambs and uh, Red yeah. Dragon. Slash Manhunter, uh, but what I liked about Hannibal, oh oh the comic Manhunter, <laughs> what comics? We're not talking about comics on this podcast. Oh, it's Matt great. and Brett love TV. Sorry, sorry. Um, 
But Hannibal, what I liked about Hannibal, my wife watches Criminal Minds and Law and Order and all those yeah. Yeah. Uh, procedural shows where like every episode starts with like a ripped apart body that's been raped in the eyeball, and they're like, well, let's solve it. And then it's like a bunch of people walking around in suits interviewing people. Uh, but Hannibal, which also involves serial killers and horrible deaths, like, it's the only show I've watched, and again, most of these shows I watch over my wife's shoulder as <laughs> I uh, shake my head at her television tastes. Uh, but I watch Hannibal, and these things happen, and they affect everyone. Yeah. Like, everybody in the show is messed up because of this. Oh. And it's weird, because it does... I mean, obviously, does Hannibal this, himself is... Who was the showrunner on that? Brian Fuller. Fuller. Uh, who did Six Feet Under, right? Did, no, he did uh, Pushing Pushy. Daisies. Wonder, oh, okay. Wonder Falls. Dead, Dead Like Me. And The mm-hmm. Monsters attempted. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which I watched Bucking a pilot of Lane. that, and not bad. Well, again, because it, it, it was a nice TV movie. It would have turned uh, out to uh, be. Uh, uh, I think it would have been a good show, though I don't like Jerry O'Connell. Brian Fuller, I just, he works for he me, makes man. Fun, he makes fun shows. I loved Pushing Daisies. I loved Wonder well, Falls. Wonder Falls was Have you seen much Wonder Falls? Different? No. Oh, it seems no. like a much different tone. Oh, yeah. That was what made me interested. No, 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 same tone. Absolutely oh, the same so tone. Like, yeah. yeah, it's all Grand just... Reaper with bubblegum? Yeah. Least whimsical thing he's ever done. Monsters also was not that whimsical. Nah. Had whimsical moments, though. Hannibal does not. Hannibal is like a straight-up horror TV show. It's just tense. There's a lot of cool scenes of just guys sitting across from each other talking, and you're just like, oh, man, this is crazy. And the, oh. the guy who plays Hannibal Lecter plays so it so smartly. And Will Graham is so great. Yeah, he's great too. Like, because he played the like, two leads are great. Like, okay. Hannibal Lecter is a famous yeah. character that's been played by two guys. One that's famous for it. One that's still very much beloved, but is a little more obscure. Yeah. And this guy, he plays it in the most mm-hmm. unique, interesting way. That even though I, I, by the way, Silence of the Lambs is possibly Julie and I's favorite movie. Oh, yeah. We I, we were gonna dance to that that Goodbye Horses <laughs> song as our first dance at our yeah. wedding, but we ended up not doing it. Uh, but uh, we love Silence of the Lambs. So like, I'm into like anything Hannibal Lecter related, generally. Well, I, I've only seen Silence of the Lambs. I haven't seen any of the other movies. Uh, You're not missing much. And uh, I love Silence of the Lambs, but the show Hannibal? Hannibal makes me want to read the books. Yeah, me too. This is the first Same thing way. I'm like, now yeah. I want to read the books. Wasn't there a movie Hannibal? Or yes. Yes, yes. Hannibal yeah. is... Where he cuts a guy's... Like, Ray Liotta. He, like, Hannibal was the sequel to Silence of the Lambs. In public, where directed. he takes a knife and like cuts a guy's junk off and it just bleeds out. Oh man, he turns it into spray Liotta. Uh, or something like it no, was it's just like, not really. It was like a crowd he, scene. He feeds Ray Liotta's brain yes. to himself. Hannibal, well, now I'm always worried about when I'm in crowds of someone just like taking a razor blade to like my crotch and like hitting that. Uh, a real growing. You guys concern. think I know. Hannibal came out on Blu-ray? It's great. Okay. You need to watch it. So guys, uh, thank you for talking about Hannibal. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what do we all think about Hannibal? I forget. Where are we? Okay, so uh, takeaways. Uh, Timmy, you're gonna give it. You're I'm gonna, gonna give, give it a few more shields. episodes. I'm not. I, I feel like I came off very negative on this on this podcast. And I'm sorry, Joss Whedon. But I'm mean, gonna a few more. You already named one of our episodes. Joss Whedon is a horrible person. <laughs> oh, that's right. We did that. <laughs> I, 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 I'm gonna give a few more episodes a uh, chance. But I. I don't I'm like your chances because you don't like Joss. That's a that's the biggest mark that says you wouldn't <clears> like this. You like the Avengers, well, though. Well, unless, like the, unless the fact that he isn't a full-time presence is a boon for you. Yeah. That is that a boon. Could, yeah, yeah, that's that, exactly... I, yeah. I, 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 that's a, so we'll see what other voices And he's like, I don't, I don't... Like I said, I, I like Firefly. I think Serenity is a fun movie. Yeah. I liked... I, I like everything but the first third of the Avengers. Like, yeah. I like... I, I don't hate everything he does. Yeah. I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt. But... Uh, like Brett and I, we love Joss Whedon's work, so yeah. we're I think more likely yeah. to like exactly. trust that. Even though he's not hands on day to day, 
that his DNA in there will yeah. bring out a show that we like. That's true. It I'm is, same with this. I, I will go see yeah. a... I mean, it's, his DNA is in the show. What's the yeah. what's an equivalent of someone that I'm willing to give an extra pass for? Tarantino. Like, I, I think Death Proof's a good movie, probably because I like Tarantino so much, and that's probably his weakest film. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Like um, I love Tarantino. Oh, God. Well, that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> um, I'll tell you guys... Michael J. Fox. I'm going to give this Michael J. Oh, Fox show I'm watching a big that. chance because I love Michael J. Fox. I'm watching that. I'm going to watch the first two episodes and then unless it's amazing, I won't keep watching it. But yeah, I'm interested reviews. enough. I, I didn't keep watching Spin City. Why would I? Oh, <laughs> okay. I liked Spin City. I liked it, but I just, it, at the end of the day, I was like, yeah, this is a good traditional sitcom and I don't watch traditional sitcoms yeah. anymore. I love yeah. Doc Hollywood. I watch it's Community good. and I watch Parks and Rec, which I don't, I don't even consider Parks and Rec a sitcom. Yeah. Uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. I also liked quite. A bit. I liked the pilot. I haven't seen the yeah. second episode. I think it has a lot of okay. potential to be good. Brooklyn Nine Nine, I think, was a stronger pilot. It yeah. felt like a, and I think, I know you were trying to wrap up, but uh, uh, we're not going to let you. Agents of Shield <laughs> suffers from what Parks and Rec's pilot suffered from, where it felt Absolutely. like there's all these parts they wanted to get in there versus like they didn't necessarily have a story they wanted to tell yet. Sure. Yeah, Parks yeah. and Rec's first season kind of, is, I'd say, not good. No, like, I don't even really like the second season. I kept watching because I love Amy. Uh, but it was like much later on. I think I the Halloween episode of the second season with her and Louis C.K. as the cop, like that's the episode that I feel like seals it's, the deal. Those, those are good the episodes. Hunting trip, yeah. The hunting trip. One. But yeah, then he leaves, trip. and I don't really get hooked till Adam Scott and uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, same. I feel the same. Uh, I feel like Rob he, Lowe show. Yeah. Then I'm like, then I'm like, that's the show I like from there on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was so bad for that guy who was like the, the yeah, gym yeah. on that show for a while, and yeah. after a while they're like. They claim they always planned on writing him out. I don't believe that. No, I don't either. Well, guys, I got to tell you, your description of Pretty Little Liars makes me really want to watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I can't <laughs> wait. I can't wait to hear what Matt Little actually thinks about it. Yeah. I, I would say that your uh, critique was very off spot on. Oh, thank you. You're blind. You're blind. You don't need to watch it. Just wait for episode two. Okay, great. I would advise people, if you haven't watched it, watch episodes one and two back to back. Just uh, because that will give you more of a. Have you seen episode two? No. Uh, no, but I did <laughs> Based on guesswork. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm probably going to leave here, immediately watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and then Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., um, because if we're talking about television briefly, last week's episode of It's Always Sunny, um, I am still quoting, it is maybe one of the funniest things I've you watched You know what's funny is some year. things, like some shows you like, and then you just find yourself like forgetting about Like It's Always Sunny is one of those shows. Oh god, I love that show like, so I much. Like I loved, I watched the first, like I think three seasons, and then yeah. for some reason... I just, I just stopped. I don't all know why. On Netflix. I just did. I'm tearing through them. Oh, man. Are they all, are they all on yeah. Netflix? I'm I think like part of those, if you watch some comedies, like, back-to-back in a row, the tone can wear on you a little bit. Yeah. And I think that's why it's always sunny. I was like, I that's need a That's fair. Break. That's fair. It's very bleak. None of those people are good people. Last week's episode was all about how um, they've been a consistently funny show, but, uh, you know, mapped over that the bar trying to win an award, but it's them sort of talking uh, in a meta context about why people... Don't watch Sunny, or why it doesn't get the ratings that. Like, I guess because yeah, they haven't got an Emmy, or they've never got yeah. nominated or anything for the Emmy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, now they're on FXX. Everyone's tuning in. So that's right. Loves it. That's <laughs> another weird thing. That's FXX. Like, I if I had not known about that, I'd probably be like, oh, that's I, I was recording the league, and I and I've stopped watching the league by this point. But I would have not known to like switch over. Yeah. The, the record stuff there on the DVR. Ratings plummet. Uh, uh, yeah. But yeah, I'm with Agents of Shield probably all season, but definitely at least. Eight to ten episodes, no question. Yeah. Unless it does get atrocious, which I don't Yeah, I'm with it. I mean, like, I only stuck with, I mean, I stuck with Dollhouse for maybe a season. I stayed the whole season, and then I. But I also was not, I did not like that premise at all to begin with. I thought that premise was a dumb idea for a show. I'm not a huge uh, Eliza, uh, Elisha fan. Eliza, Eliza Dushkin. And I, uh, uh, I didn't, I, that show never, never hooked me. Though I liked the, um, 
the unaired. Oh, the original pilot. Uh, like the... The, uh, no, the unaired finale. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Whatever they called that, the one that took place in the future. I was like, I'd watch this show. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, quick question before we go. So now that now that this show is is I think a hit show based on that rating or so far. Yeah. Uh, Arrow is considered a moderate hit for the. I'm going to try Arrow this season. Oh yeah, yeah I hear people, people. People love it. I'm not going to watch season one. I'm going to watch. You the, don't have to. I'm going to watch season two if you upset. People seem to like really like it, and yeah. now they they said they greenlit a a Gotham Central show that's not yeah. Gotham Central. It's gonna be bad. Uh, yeah, I, I, but what's a, what's maybe a comic property, maybe anything that, since these are coming back, that you would like to see like this, like how they're doing with, like, S.H.I.E.L.D. or even, like, Gotham Central? I mean, I want like. Gotham Central. I don't want young Jim Gordon. I want Gotham Central. Like, I want Renee Montoya, all those characters. I don't know why they wouldn't do that show. Yeah. The Bugle. Ugh, I'd like both these shows. Uh, I would, I would, uh, if I had made the Marvel show, I would have, I think I maybe mentioned this on this podcast, or yeah, at least to you guys, I would have done Heroes for Hire. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, because I, I think the one, my one problem with S.H.I.E.L.D. is, uh, uh, and this is just in a, a, a nerdy meta sense, like, they aren't the underdog. They're the huge government, right. multi-billion dollar operation. They have a giant that, floating ship. That put the Avengers together. They're, if they're not running the Avengers, they're connected to the Avengers. Yeah. But like Heroes for Hire could be the guys who you go to when you can't go to the when you can't go to Shield that Shield can't control. Yeah. I think that'd be more interesting to me. Yeah, and they have if you just have a Power Man and well, no, Iron yeah, Fist, like, simple, and like, simple Daredevil, special effects. Like, all those guys are not. I would just start with just those two. Yeah, you know, only then, like Missy Knight, like those characters right. don't Owen have Wing, yeah. powers that are bulletproof. Hard to pull is off. easy to, to pull off, and yeah. punches hard is pretty easy to pull off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, and I think that would be a very interesting show uh, to have like. And it's also a private detective agency, sort of. So it's very it, it's built for case well, of the week. So yeah, I even had great. the idea of like doing a, like Daredevil law procedural, like that also makes. Oh like, yeah, sense. Murdoch and Nelson. Yeah, I would like to do. I would like to think more. And I would definitely watch Bugle. I would definitely watch. I would, I would. I'd want to see a comedic take on AIM, like a sitcom based yeah. around AIM. Aimless. <laughs> you have to change the name. I think definitely. Yeah. Uh, but like a sitcom based on a a mad yeah. scientist, like. Minions trying to like yeah work the world like I would love that I mean that's more that's more Adult Swim than Network yeah yes but web series it up web series it up awesome well thanks guys for coming by yeah no problem. thank you for you're having. welcome for never shutting up yeah what are we when are we gonna have us on that's next that's what the podcast is all about never I still want to do the podcast where we talk about comics that made us cry oh yeah we're gonna have to do that well, I don't oh think I yeah think yeah I read a comic that's really made me cry. well I have a heart so I will do that yeah, me too. Timmy Wood is a cold I just, I just I've seen not. it with his wife and they don't even look I only read other. Archie I only read Archie that's why <laughs> well which Archie comics have made you cry not one oh, tears wow. of joy tears of joy yes I think it could be either and what about the bible passages in the back that Mr. Weatherby would uh, <laughs> recite not even those thanks. that make you weep thanks for having me yeah <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to Timmy and Kevin again for coming by and talking to me and Matt this week. Next week on the show, we will be reading, in a book club episode, Green Arrow, Black Canary, The Wedding Album by Judd Winnick, Amanda Connor, and Cliff Chang. Uh, we're doing this because Arrow is returning to the small screen next week, and a little birdie named Black Canary is going to be in the series now. If you are interested in purchasing Green Arrow, Black Canary, The Wedding Album, you can visit mattandbrettlovecomics.com and buy a printing of the story through the Amazon links on this episode's show notes. And any purchase you make on Amazon through us kicks a little bit of money back our way. You can also purchase next week's reading via the Comixology links on our site. 
And while you're at mattandbradlovecomics.com, why don't you check out some of our back issues like Jeremy Bent and Frank Hale talking about Lock and Key number one through six. Or Hear Me Out podcast host Winston Noel talking to us about comic book cartoons. We love hearing from all of our listeners, so tell us what you think about this or any past episode on our website or the Facebook page at facebook.com slash theylovecomics. You can also find links to all of our social media presence under the Who Loves Comics tab of the website. And if you fancy what you've heard here today, please rate and review the show in iTunes. Most importantly, you are all our best spokespeople, so tell all of your friends about this show and our weird use of the word spokespeople. As always, thanks to our producer, Ben Regeeb. And until next time, this is Brett talking for Matt and Brett because we both love comics and CNO. Thank you.